Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. Back at it and a happy, glorious Sunday to you. You have stumbled on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Daddy G Radio, formerly known as Danny G Radio. And of course, you can't stumble on a podcast. I say stumble on, but it's very hard to stumble on a podcast. You can stumble on a radio show. Almost impossible. Almost impossible, Danny, to stumble on a podcast. But you found us, and we are grateful for that. And I, I realized on the Saturday podcast, Danny, we failed to promote our fledgling effort to get reviews on the Apple podcast page. So we do need that. We haven't had one this month. We have pitched a shutout all month. Of course, I was away uh, last weekend, and you were, you've were you been away. See, when you're here, Danny, we're able to get people to go over there and write nice reviews. but. You've been away. I've been away. You know, I, these, you know, we did some interviews and whatnot, had some bank shows that we put on. And uh, so anyway, we, we are available. If you want to help us out, give us a little review. It's all available on the podcast page at apple.com. Right, Dan, it's all available. You can put a thing in there. We'll, we'll you scratch our back. We'll scratch your back. Make it even easier than that. The description of this very podcast, click on it. And you'll see where the overall score is of the podcast. And right next to that, it says write a review. Click on that. It has you make a handle. Give us five stars if you think we're worthy. And then write your review. Boom. Done. Boom. Boom, baby. Uh, And uh, let's start out. We'll get to the mailbag. We have some great questions in the mailbag. At least we hope they're great. You'll have to be the judge of that. But we start with our friend Ohio Al. And we need some culture on this podcast, Danny. First story up, Pop Goes the Culture. These are thanks to Ohio. These are stories we found 
that we thought were stunning, amazing, and all that, and things that I didn't say on my show. I, Danny's been you know busy with Covino and Rich, but he's been doing the kid thing. So, uh, story out of England recently: a uh, woman from England has gotten an annulment of her marriage. She said it is a weight lifted. She married a man who she had never met. She married some guy on Zoom, a guy from Utah. Yeah, this is a product of the pandemic. This 27-year-old woman had met a guy on Facebook in a group chat, like a lockdown chat, and they became friends. This happened in the summer of 2020 when everything was wonky and all that. And they never actually met and they were allowed to get married. This guy proposed to her in May of 2021 via FaceTime. So they looked at each other, but they they married in August of 2021 via a Zoom call in a legal bounding, uh, legal binding ceremony officiated in Utah. Why not just meet in person at that point? Well, I don't think they could still, I think, because the travel was still messed up, international travel. But I didn't know you could get married via Zoom. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So you can, was that just a 2021, 2022, you know, that maybe 2020, 2021. Anyway, the the, uh, young lady there uh, realized, well, this is probably not a good idea. And uh, she was able to go to court and... Get that annulled. Man, like, uh, what are you doing? Talk about taking a leap of faith. Yeah, that's next level stuff. Well, here's one from the Cosmos, a renowned uh, cosmologist. Is that how you say the word? I don't think that's how you say it. C-O-S-M-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. It's early. Cosmologist. No. I said it twice, yeah. Uh, Anyway, this person, whoever that person is, uh, they've got an important title. They say that our entire universe could just be a hologram. Could just be a hologram. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, this person is someone who studies the nature and origin of the universe. The title I've never heard of. Um, But it sounds important. Sounds very important. Uh, Paul M. Souter, a science educator, theoretical person in that world and uh, also at the Institute of Advanced Computational Science at Stony Brook University. Okay. Uh, Sounds legit. uh, He uh, sure. Why not? Uh, Just put a bunch of words together. Uh, Wrote an article for Popular Mechanics recently. And uh, that's one of his theories. My personal favorite is that we're just living in a simulation that it's like that Jim Carrey movie from years ago where we're just there's a camera on us at all times and we're just living in this weird simulation the truman show yeah the truman show exactly it's like the truman show so but uh, you can throw anything out there and maybe we'll find out someday maybe we won't uh you know and then we'll turn the lights out on us maybe we'll get all the answers or maybe we'll get none of the answers but either way we'll find out yeah, either it goes blank or you find something else out who the hell knows all right uh margot robbie that's barbie is she called barbie now is that no right. the australian barbie 
Yeah, so Margot Robbie has uh, been offered hundreds of thousands of dollars to show her feet. He said what now? Um, there's a, a website that claims, uh, I don't need to give them a plug here, but they're, they're into the feet, Danny. They like the feet. There's a foot-themed foot website, uh, and they want to collaborate some Barbie-inspired content, and uh, they're offering to pay a starting bonus of $250,000. Yeah. Uh, that's three three hundred and eighteen thousand U.S. dollars. But here's the problem, Nanny. This uh, young lady has she's going to end up clearing fifty million dollars in box office bonuses from the Barbie movie. So I'm thinking she's probably probably not <laughs> probably not going to take the money. You know, what do I know? I don't... Yeah, easy to pass. On little money when you got big money. Yeah. Now, I would like to tell you right now, I have the ugliest feet. My toes are black and blue from the treadmill, but I am willing for that price to be a foot model. You. On the before, and then you can do somebody else for the after. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, next up on Pop Goes the Culture, we head to the first of its kind and uh, I think we mentioned this the other day, but it, it bears repeating here on the podcast. For the first time ever, a member of the band has gotten an NIL deal. <laughs> Name, image, likeness. The first college student to partner with a uh, a company under the NIL partnership. Like a nerd getting paid, or is this yeah. like a cool band yeah. member? Yeah, uh, from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, the Badgers, a mellophone player. The hell is that? I should know that. Dick and Dayton's going to be upset, but he doesn't listen to the podcast. He only listens to the radio. You see here, a mellophone. It sounds like a disease. Yeah, it sounds like you don't want that. And you have it. Go to the doctor immediately. Uh, get checked out. It might be a rash. Oh, a mellophone. It's, uh, yeah, you know, it's a... Uh, a brass instrument. It kind of looks... Uh, Got a French horn slash trumpet look to it. Let's call it a French horn, man. They call it a mellophone. Anyway, uh, this guy has gotten a partnership deal uh, with Quick Trip, which is like a convenience store place in the Midwest. So, congratulations. The king of all band people. Slap me around a little bit. The band. Oh, we played football back in the day, Danny. Oh, we goofed on the band people back in the day. But uh, anyway, well, here's a fun story out of Ireland on Pop Goes the Culture. A uh, bank, the Bank of Ireland actually had a technical snafu. And customers realized that on the, the mobile app, they were being allowed to withdraw or transfer funds above what they had in their accounts. For example, some people who had no money in their accounts were still able to transfer up to a thousand euros. Hell yeah. Yeah. Free money. 
And so, of course, this spread like wildfire on social media, which is a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because the people that were trying to take advantage of this glitch were able to do it. The bad thing is the people from the bank saw it. So they they realized, wait a minute. And then they, they immediately shut it down. But police said that they were aware of an unusual large volume of activity at certain ATMs across the country. So. People were going for it. Now, how's that work? They, if you put your ATM information in, they know you took the money out, right? So you're screwed. You got to give it back. There's a paper trail. Yeah. The only money you can keep, if I'm right on this, I mean, you can correct me, Danny, is if you're driving along the highway and it's just you and, and you're like on a deserted country road and there's a Brinks truck in front of you and the door opens up to the Brinks truck and bags of money fall out just a couple the door then closes the truck keeps going on not realizing what had happened you then because there's no one around there's no wi-fi there's no cameras you then take the money that's the only money you can get and keep am i wrong on that sounds like you have experience with this i've thought about it a few times i've thought about it like how would that work yeah. In an age where we live in a police state and there's cameras everywhere and all that. But there's got to be a way. There's got to be a path. But uh, yeah, fun, fun stuff. Uh, we have a, a few safari related stories. So let's go back to Ohio, Al. It's time for Ben Ballard's Safari Kingdom with Danny G Radio. All right, my guy, Ohio, Al, there he is, uh, blah, blah, blah. All right, uh, thank you, Al. So I might have to get to San Diego this coming week. You might want to bring the, the family down there, Danny G. Thousands of tarantulas set to be roaming across rural San Diego. Oh, hell yeah. Out in the boondocks, you know, on the way to, what, uh, what is the uh, the town they're right on the border? Uh, the Padres used to train there. I forget. It's on the way to Arizona, right on the border. I forget the name. Anyway, um, there's a, thousands of tarantulas all over these sub- suburban communities, uh, El Cajon, uh, Poway, out that way. And uh, you could see tarantulas, thousands of them, as they scuttle across that the wide region of uh, San Diego, it's their mating season. Forget a stupid uh, butterfly forest. This sounds way better. Yeah, so thousands of these tarantulas. The male tarantula only lives five to seven years. The female tarantula, though, can live for 25 years. And isn't the famous story the female, after making love to the male tarantula, will just eat the male tarantula? Will kill it. Of course. She's hungry afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, keeping up the female, you know, the uh the stereotype uh anyway uh moving on uh what do we have here uh drunk raccoons terrorizing a town in germany sounds like a fun story right <laughs> yes uh raccoons technically native to north america but they have as people travel around the world they traveled around uh, 1930s raccoons became an established species in germany invasive but still uh and there's been a population boom in according to the telegraph uh, in germany they have had a war 
against what they're calling the plague of raccoons that has made life miserable for residents that have become increasingly frustrated, worried about the damage they're causing. And uh, apparently the, the drunk raccoons have been really going for it here. That uh, They're just causing all kinds, kinds of problems. So, I mean, what do they do? They get into people's trash and things like that? Because how much damage can one raccoon cause? Well, I guess this is many raccoons. Yeah, yeah, they're they're killing pet rabbits, fish, uh, um, and they've developed a taste for beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they sound like they're cool to hang out with. Yeah, I just want to have a good time, you know. Come on, life's short. Why not uh, have a couple of beers? Knock yourself out. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For timing reasons, Danny, I think we should move on to the mailbag. What do you say? You want to get to the mailbag? It is Sunday. Let's go. It's in the bag. mailbag. All Ohio Al, you give us 30 minutes. We'll give you Ohio Al. First on the mailbag, these are actual questions sent by actual listeners. You do not have to wait for me to post something. You can send a question in right now. 
for a future edition of the mailbag, real fifth hour at gmail.com. That's all letters, no numbers. Real fifth hour at gmail.com. And we will possibly use a question. First one is Chris in Maricopa to Iowa. Says uh, Ben and Danny G. A while back, I sent you pictures from my hometown radio station, KMAQ. Well, it's now for sale for a million dollars. So this is your chance, guys. The chance you've been waiting for. You buy it, and I'll be your local guy to run it. What do you say? We can run whatever format you want, but has to be, have Raider Talk, uh, Raider Talk segment by Danny G. And we can also have a nightly advice show hosted by Marcel. What? And sing-alongs with Blair. Well, that's a great idea, Chris. You really are on the pulse of what the people of Maricopa to Iowa uh, want. So I looked it up, Danny. The It's an AM-FM combo. You're really paying for the FM station. The AM station. You know, remember when we started in radio and there were stations, we called them like, um, I think we called them like Home Depot stations because you could get more power at a Home yes. Depot. Yeah. Uh, the light bulbs. Uh, so the AM station is 500 watts during the day. At night, it's 135 watts. Oh, I have more power than that in my garage. Yes. Uh, when I go to the bathroom, there's more power. There's more watts that are being used <laughs> than that. But uh, and, and then you big shitter. Hello. Uh, and then the FM is 6000 watts. So that reaches down to Davenport. So that's a fringe station in the Davenport area. So there you go. That's what a million dollars will get you. We'll make our million dollars back in, say, 19, 20 years. Oh, sure. No problem. Yeah. Uh, why not? What the heck? Uh, thank you. I think we'll pass on that. But you never know. You never know, Chris. Do you want to go in on that? We'll, uh, we'll give you advice. Gary in Pittsburgh writes, and he says, Hey, Ben and Danny G, after having my right hip replaced a few weeks back, I'm stuck in the house and confined to the first floor while on the men. Boy, that sucks. Uh, with all my new free time, I have been listening to a lot more Fox Sports podcast and live audio. My gripe is the copy for a certain credit card that advertises all over Fox. Are the host allowed any artistic license during the read? I know you don't like to tell how the sausage is made, but some hosts, not you or Harmon, uh, start with the read the same way every time. You know what I just learned? Well, if you start the read the same way three times in an hour and a half, you are either very forgetful or didn't really learn anything or did they read the copy as written because the audience is constantly changing. I know it's a petty gripe, but it's it kind of grates on me, uh, your thoughts. Yeah, so Gary, it's, it's a combination of things. Uh, there's a lot of, I don't want to disparage anyone, but there's a lot of people that just, just um, train seals, I guess that whatever you put in front of them, they'll just read verbatim. Yeah. Uh, and, but we, we are allowed. The bosses are very cool with us. There's, there's certain parts of the copy that we have to read, but they give, at least with me, they, they allow me to, I I've done some really ridiculous stuff in commercials and I've only gotten in trouble like once. Well, maybe twice, but uh, for the most part, they don't really, they don't have a problem as, as long as you get the key parts. 
But you are correct, right, Danny? The the consultants claim the audience is always turning over every few minutes, and so it's a new audience. And but every I, fifteen minutes, my man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think late night. That's not this not necessarily true. And the podcast stuff. I think people listen to a podcast. They're going to listen for a good amount of time to the podcast. You know. True. Yeah, it's called time spent listening in radio. TSL. And you're right. The nighttime listeners listen for longer stretches. Yeah. So and I, 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 with I like that said, it would make sense for you to say, you know what? I just learned 15 minutes ago. The last time I read this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cover, oh. Blah, blah, blah. Oops. I mean, the yeah. credit card, blah, 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 blah. It's like kind of like how you really can't stumble upon this podcast. Well, yeah. And, and some I'll, I'll do the copy. And sometimes I'll have to do like two or three of the same commercial within an hour. So I'll be like, ah, oh, you're not going to believe what this is. You know, it's like, yeah, you're going to be shocked by this commercial. And uh, yeah, so but and the other thing that pisses me off, but I don't run Fox Sports Radio or any sports radio station. Um, I just hate when people just repeat the same thing verbatim, like the yeah. updates and stuff like that. I just think you got to keep it fresh. And it, it just when when I you know back in my day, Danny, uh, and I did updates for a long time and I always tried to rephrase things rewrite i did mostly ad libbing stuff but i i would always try to change up the order mix up some things to make it sound fresh yeah. and original different sound bites lead with different stories exactly and with different stories yeah that way you make it new every time if somebody listens and when, when i was programming big hip-hop stations i wanted it to be a different picasso every day of the week exactly and I, I feel that way. If I was in management, that's what I would want my people to do. That's what I'm paying you for. Um, obviously, that doesn't happen at every shop. People, a lot of people get lazy and just do one update and um, news update. And it does piss me off because I'm like, what are you doing? This stuff always happening in the world. It's one thing back when I started and you actually had the AP sports wire and the um, the had two sports wires. You had sports ticker and the AP news wire. And that was it. And if nothing came up, that's the only place you got your news until the newspaper would come out the next day. Um, and, and then you say, okay, well, unless there's an AP breaking news bulletin, you don't really have any breaking news. But now there's always news things popping up on social media and whatnot that lead you down the garden path to a news related story. Uh, next up, Tom from Denver writes in. He says, hey, uh, Ben and Danny G. Ben, what's the origin story of the Mallard chicken sandwich at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill? I've had it, and as Marcel would say, yummy. Well, thank you, Tom. I actually have to get to Denver to have the Mallard chicken sandwich. Uh, but the uh, one of the owners, I'll tell you the story. So years ago, I had the first item I read named, food item I had named after me was this place in Syracuse, mom and pop shop, the Malzone. And they actually put it on the menu. And then they changed ownerships. And I don't remember the exact timeline, but we were talking about this. We made a bid on it on the show. And one of the guys that was in charge of the sports book, when the sports book bar and grill in Denver, in that area, they had one location and he was a big fan of the show. And, you know, you work in the restaurant business. A lot of people listen after you close the restaurant at a normal hour, but then you got to you know, do the inventory for the food and you got to do the, the you know finances, do the books and all that, find out how much money you made or how much money you lost and all that crap. And so this guy was a fan and he would listen after work or while he was doing all that stuff. 
and he he wanted to honor the show, and so he named the 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 uh, the sandwich after me, which was great. It was awesome. I'm I mean I'm so happy. I have that. I have the chicken fingers in Kansas City. I also have the the uh, the famous uh, sandwich at the Bird in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. No burger, by the way, Danny. No burger. Uh, but that's no, the story. No. I mean, I've had your Denver sandwich, and you'd like to know probably I dipped it in ranch. Well, nothing's perfect there, and uh, you have the option of rejecting the the blue cheese uh, dressing and all that stuff. Uh, certainly, no ranch for me. Uh, but the cool thing about that, Tom, is the, the the nice people there at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill. And I do recommend if you're within reasonable driving distance to Denver. I have a cousin that lives in Denver, so that's my going to be my excuse to go to Denver. Uh, but the, one of the cool things about it is they opened a couple of more locations, I believe. And they kept the menu and they kept my name on the chicken sandwich. So it's available at multiple locations in Denver, which is a very nice tribute. Uh, I do thank them very much. And uh, at one point, I had a pizza named after me in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But they they got rid of that, unfortunately. That's Floyd Mayweather's hometown. So I am open. If you own a mom-and-pop sports book restaurant uh, type deal, a restaurant, bar, or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm. I don't have a burger or a pizza at this moment. I'm very big in the chicken sector, Danny. Very yeah, big. yeah. Bok bok chicken. Yeah, bok bok. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a drop. That was ben that was Lyle. a drop. No, I would never say that, Danny. I'm a professional broadcaster. I'm very important. I could never, never say that. <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up, Mike in Fullerton writes and says, Hey, Ben and Daddy G. Daddy. Ben, you nailed it. Last mailbag. When you said chicken fingers are a delivery vehicle for sauce, there's no better way, in my opinion, to eat delicious ranch dressing than dipping chicken fingers in it. Uh, yeah. Well, Mike. This is a smart man. Mike, uh, you're a moron is what you are, Mike. And uh, I hope you uh, you eat bad ranch dressing and you have a case of dysentery. That's what I hope. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, unless I'm not hoping that. Uh, do you guys think newborn babies are cute or kind of funky looking? I feel like this is more of a question for you, Danny. So, um, well, you obviously love your your newborn. Don't most newborns kind of look the same when they pop out, though? Don't they kind of? Well, no, not necessarily. No? Because, no. Okay, if you have a vaginal birth, your head is squeezed. Your body is twisted and turned, and you come out looking like an alien with a cone head. Uh, but the C-section, you come out with less stress normally, and there's the swelling and all that stuff is not there. So the head looks normal, less alien-like. Oh, okay. So that's, I think, a big difference there, um, you know, however you're born. My baby boy came out looking like Ashton Kutcher. Where he does the thing around his face, like this is the money maker right here. Yeah, so happy to see that we made a really handsome boy, and it wasn't just us saying it. The nurses were fawning all over him. He was the most uh, special kid there in the NICU the few days he was in there, and uh, boy, he got a lot of attention for his looks. I hope it stays that way for him because you know what they say happens to cute babies. What's what's that? What's that? If you're an ugly adult, you started as a cute baby and vice versa. Oh, oh, yeah. The uh, the opposite, right? It's like you don't want to be the most popular person in high school because the rest of your life will suck. That kind of thing, you know? Like, no, yeah. Or, yeah, you peak too soon. Like you start out as a cute kid and then you get ugly or you're the, the uh, I don't know. What is that? What is that story? The, I was going to say flamingo. No, the. uh Oh, the, oh, well, it's uh, the caterpillar the, or the, the caterpillar that some become butterflies, some become moths, you know, that kind of thing. And I don't yeah, know. There, there you go. There's there's a fucking bird, though, in one of those stories. Anyways, yeah. You get I, I usually know most of them because I use those analogies in monologues all the time. So I've yeah, there's that I've story. Learned, I've learned them. I've learned most of them. I mean, I'm trying to think what other animals. There's, there's a few animals that have the metamorphosis that turn into beautiful feathers remember and and you oh is that the maybe you are talking about the flamingo doesn't the flamingo start out it starts out kind of ugly and then it eats uh it eats the shrimp and that's why it turns turns pink right isn't that, is that right? I, think, <laughs> I think you just made that up no i don't i don't i don't think i i don't think i'm wrong on that i mean <laughs> damn right? i'm gonna start eating some shrimp now i'm but shrimp when they're uh 
they're not even pink when they start. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 the story's not adding up. But no, no, great- here we go. Here we go. I, I got it. I got it here. Yeah, I got it here. All right. Uh, flamingo chicks have gray or white feathers at first. Okay. They're often perceived to be ugly, but they acquire the same pink color as their parents as they get older. Okay, why? Because you are what you eat. Flamingos consume shrimp and algae. Bang, bang. Chicken and shrimp. Ooh. And that uh, turns them pink. Those are some stinky-ass birds, though, when you go to the zoo. Oh, yeah, the front like the front of the San Diego Zoo. Do they still yeah, have they, they look beautiful, but they smell like bird shit. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that fishy, fishy smell. Uh, oh, giant pandas. Here's another one. Giant pandas start out as tiny, blind, hairless babies when they're born. <laughs> and then they turn out to be these beautiful creatures. So there you go. Yeah, we learned so much from this podcast. This is not just your normal sporty podcast. In fact, I don't think we even talk about sports at all on this podcast anymore. Uh, unless somebody sends a question in. Uh, Mike also says, has either of you seen 80 for Brady, the picture? If you haven't, I recommend you do. It is a sensational film. Okay. Uh, Kevin in Kansas writes in, says, Dear Ben and Danny G, after 37 years of teaching, I finally retired in May. Well, congratulations, Kevin, good job by you. I'm just as busy in my summer as I always have been, but I'll be able to respond to how's retirement in about two weeks when everyone else goes back to school and I uh, won't be going back. Uh, When you get to retire, what plans have you envisioned for using your newfound free time? Uh, That's from Kevin. Yeah, so we've talked about this a few times over the the years, uh, Danny, I think neither one of us is planning to retire. Is that Would that be inaccurate, at least from broadcasting stuff? That would be accurate. I think we're always going to be doing a podcast, even from our retirement home. And I would, I'm so paranoid anyway. Like when I retire, I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to have enough money. I could win the lottery, right? I could go out and win the lottery and I'd be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm screwed. I'm not going to have any money. So I, I, that's just how I'm wired. Uh, Terry from England says, you got to get Tony Bruno back on the podcast again. Wants to hear some early radio pioneer stories. I love Tony. Tony's one of my mentors. I'll, I'll see if he can do it. Maybe we can uh, record something with Tony uh, for a future. We'll do it somewhat in the future, obviously. Uh, let's see. Can't read that on the air. Uh, Alf, the infrequent flyer says, do either of you have ear issues after flying as someone who doesn't fly often? I have issues sometimes for days, even though I try all the tricks, they continue to crackle and pop and they stay blocked though. Uh, yeah. So Alf, I, my big issue is not, I mean, the ear thing's a problem. I have bad ears. My right ear is really messed up. So I, I don't have great ears anyway from doing radio stuff with headphones. But my big issue, Alf, and if anyone listening, I, I mentioned this on the air the other night, maybe Salsa, who's a he uh, works in the airline business. He travels all the time. Um, is it possible? I'm just saying, is it possible someone knows a trick? Because when I fly, I get all uh, clogged up there. And what you fact, need are yeah. noise canceling headphones. Okay. And you need to chew on a lot of gum on the way up and the way down. And if you do not do that, you will have some issues with your air canals. Yeah, so the hearing thing is not too bad. It's more everything gets kind of blocked up and my uh, intestines get all blocked up. That's a Oh, that kind of blockage. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's an Shoot. issue. Oh, that kind of blockage I'm not familiar with. 
Yeah, it's some reason when I fly and I'm sitting in a little tube uh, for a long time, we we had stopovers because um, the the local airport. We try to avoid LAX, so we were flying back to Boston. We stopped in Austin, Texas. That yeah. sounds like a big gallbladder issue. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think I had it before my gallbladder went up, but went to, stopped in Austin on the way. On the way back, we stopped in Dallas and uh, headed back to to L.A. Uh, secondly, Alf uh, also says it's obvious to the Maller militia that eight days is not enough for you to squeeze in all the content that you have a on a weekly basis. Now that Daddy G has another set of hands with the birth of assistant producer Baby G, uh, <laughs> I look forward to listening to you nine days a week. Well, that will be coming for Danny as soon as that animal Thunderdome gets launched, right? Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be Clay Travis's son along with my son hosting it. Yeah, actually, their grandkid, your kid's grandkid will uh, we'll see. Uh, or, uh, I guess that would be your your grandkid. I'm sure that'll solve it. Uh, let's see here. A wild man in Morgantown, West Virginia. Great college football town, Morgantown. Uh, question. Do you guys like to chill with a beer every once in a while? If so, what is your beer of choice? Is that not the the most perfect question from a guy named Wild Man in Morgantown, West Virginia? Just wants to know what kind of beer we want to chill out with. That's yeah. perfect. That is a masterpiece question right there. And he loves the podcast, Danny. He loves it. What's your beer of choice, Danny, to go out and hang out, have a good time? Good man. And by the way, I forgot to congratulate Kevin on that retirement from teaching. That is so awesome. So I'm going to pop open a beer right now one for you um it's gonna be stella for me stella you're stella yes i don't i'm not a huge beer guy i like heineken Uh, i know that you make fun of me and all that i like that and uh my my thing is you know danny from the the holiday parties which i hope you'll still be able to attend i know you now have the greatest excuse to get out of going to any of those things but um, no, I'm bringing my little kid. He's going to help us drink. Good. Okay. Uh, get him started early. So I, I love the root beer beer. It tastes like root beer, but it's beer. You get hammered. High alcohol content. Uh, I, I do that like t- maybe twice a year. That's my big my big celebration. Uh, also, really quick, the Japanese beer. I like Sapporo. Oh, I don't uh, think I've had Sapporo. Oh, it's really good, especially for sake bombs. And I like dark beer once in a while, too, like a good Guinness. really nice buzz uh nick in wisconsin says ben and danny g radio if jesus was in the nfl which position do you think uh, he would play well thank you that's quite the question there from nick what do you think nick was doing Uh, drinking ayahuasca tea when he came up with that question i mean jesus drew a crowd so he'd definitely be a quarterback Oh, it could be a kick returner, right? Everyone's chasing after the kick returner, the punt returner. Uh, I think he'd play whatever position he wants. How about that? Thank you, Jesus! And uh, that would be the way it goes. Uh, thanks to Garland, uh, the Burrow, Guido, uh, Alex, uh, Steve. I mean, there are a lot of people we didn't have time to get to, uh, but we do thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Give it another shot. Next week, we'll have a new mailbag next weekend. Um, and there, there might or might not be some something coming down the pike there, uh, Danny, that uh, you might want to keep an eye for. But uh, who knows? Maybe it'll 
Maybe it'll happen. Um, maybe it won't happen. You never know, Danny, right? You never know. Maybe Ben is going to be the next dad. A big announcement. Well, that, would, that, that would be a surprise. That would be a uh, that would be a surprise. I think we can eliminate that from the list, but you never know. You never <laughs> know. Uh, anything you want to promote, Danny? I'll be back on the radio tonight from uh, you know usual time, eleven o'clock in the West till three in the morning on the East Coast. We'll be on there from uh, the usual two a.m. to six a.m. And I did I did switch my schedule around on the East Coast. It's been a just an absolute nightmare trying to get my schedule back to West Coast time. Uh, anyway, well, what do you got going on, Danny? Are uh, you back on Monday? What's going on with you? Yes, sir. Covino and Rich, we're going to be having a lot of fun Monday afternoon, 2 to 4 p.m. on the west side, and that is 5 to 7 in New York City. Well, thank you for listening and downloading and all that, and have a wonderful week. Hopefully we'll hear you, and you can hear our shows and have that eureka moment and say, okay, that's great, wonderful. I'll keep listening, and I'll download those podcasts as well, uh, and we will catch you next time. Pasta, pasta. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.